0: Calling 911 when in an accident may just not be enough. Car accident, remember. After 911, call 411 1 -1. 800 411 PAIN. 1 800 411 PAIN is a legal and medical referral service. Non employee spokesperson.
1: going? Ours is going pretty well. Marlon's got a shutout win yesterday. Anyone care? Just wondering. Anyone? Bueller? Standing hit another dong. Yellich with another RBI. All-Star game's coming to town. Anyone care about that? Just saying. Home run. Der- I think there's a lot more people that are more stoked about the home run derby than they are about the all star game. It's weird. Hold on, we'll get to your baseball hot take in a second, Jordan. Do you have like something to play for his hot take? Don't play the. You play the cage. I punch you. Uh, first I got to say this. The ticket is tickets to the. Speaking of uh, all star game. Ticket has tickets to the MLB Fan Fest at Marlins Park when All-Star Week arrives. Listen to Tobin, Leroy, and Beast and Ethan and Park for your chance to win, or you can win them online at theticketmiami.com. All-Star Week is coming. This is the only station in South Florida where you can hear all the All-Star Game festivities, including Home Run Derby and the game, and 790 FM 104.3 HG2, the ticket. Jordan, you were saying, baseball hot take, Home Run Derby, All-Star Game, something. You're a baseball player. Yeah, I think people are just more excited for the
0: home and derby because Aaron Judge. I mean, he's taken over baseball world basically. The fan favorite. He so got 26? 26, twenty six, six. I think so. Yeah, twenty six. What about Ozuna? Ozuna's up there too. Twenty one, I think. Twenty two, no, twenty three actually. Don't.
1: If you're local though, you want to see Stanton, right? That's J- for sure. Just, just because. Just, just s- he can mash them five hundred feet. Correct. Although he might hurt himself. <laughs> if you could hurt yourself in the home run
0: derby, you're something.
1: Well, I, I think we're at the point where he's something. Are we or speaking of which, I, I don't even want to go down this route. But like has Stanton reached the pinnacle? Like we're like we've seen the best we're gonna get from him. Well, he's he's what, twenty six years old? Twenty-seven.
0: I mean, I th- I say he's got two more years of his prime, three more years of his prime, and then he gets too big or but is something. Is he getting
1: bigger? Yeah. Is he gonna get? No, I mean, mean, is he gonna get better? Or are we? Just, this is it. This is the plateau right here.
0: I'm hoping he gets better. I mean, he's got another what, eight years with us. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about.
1: He's twenty-seven. Um, I'm, I'm gonna lean on getting better. I don't know. Not I don't know how much. Um, I don't know
0: It always comes back to He's a guy that's literally Home run, strikeout That's it
1: Hold on, there's a long text Okay Someone wants to program the radio station I was just trying to make sense of that um, here's this. The reason why the home run just comes in the Crow Springs Auto Mall text line. The reason why the home run derby is popping is because it's fun to see those balls fly out of the building. I'll restrain myself. All-star game. No one knows anyone there, a.k.a. Young Crowd. I don't agree with that. But I will say this. Chicks do dig the long ball. I think we all do. I think, I think, listen, I grew up loving the game of baseball and going to Fenway Park and... Watch my socks, and Jordan plays baseball. But there is, because of our lack of uh, attention and our love of entertainment, like if you're going for pure entertainment value and just like the easy get-off, it's the home run, you like the home run derby because it's just literally watching dudes hit balls far. And, like, who doesn't like that? And I guess the
0: All-Star game is hard to watch. Not even an All-Star game. I guess a regular baseball game. Me being a baseball player. Well, I mean,
1: oh, well, the, okay, like, the a baseball game, you, like, you, you get into if you really follow a team and you're attached to a team and you're emotionally attached to a team, just like any sport. The All-Star game, though, is just a bunch of guys. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and, like, am I really rooting for the NL because I think the Marlins have a chance to make it to the World Series? Or, you know, like, <laughs> no. No. I mean, it's it's cool to see the collection of talent, what have you, but, like, I, I like spectacles. And the spectacle, it's just like how we love the slam dunk contest for the NBA, although it's kind of gotten old, because, I mean, how many dunks can you do? Uh, the home run, like, uh, there's nothing, that, the home run itself as an act in a game is never going to get old. The thrill of someone hitting the ball over a wall is never going to get old. And especially in the Home Run Derby, when we're saying, get up there and just keep swinging and keep hitting monster freaking dongs. That's never going to get old. I love it.
2: And um, the Slam Dunk Contest, is it old, is it? I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's I old. Know, I think oh, so. it, is, it,
1: it is. Yeah, I think it's old. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it, it kind of, it, like, it goes through ebbs and flows. Yeah, but
2: the last few years have been pretty good.
1: It has been, but, like, uh, like, look, like, what are you going to do now? What, you going to bring a
2: transformer out there and <laughs> jump over it? I mean, yeah, but then you have things like, you know, stuff like Zach Levine did a couple years ago. Where he's not doing any props. He's just doing feats of athleticism. I mean. What was that? Athleticism. Feats? Feats of athleticism. Oh, I thought you said feces of athleticism. <laughs> really? To the gum out of my mouth, so so much mouth. Maybe if you weren't chewing gum. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Let's
3: see.
1: I don't want to see. Um, I'm excited that the home run derby is down here though. And the All Star Game, and it, all the festivities.
2: Will it break the statue? Oh, that'd be great. If it's that, you just stop oh, working in the middle of it? That would be great. Imagine You think they're going to go off for every single home run? It every might as stat, well. What's every Stanton home run. What's the point of it being there if it doesn't go off for every home run? Not just Stanton's. No, no. <laughs> no, no, I can't go off for every home run. Okay, well, like, okay, every Stanton home run. No. I, nah. Please. How about we <laughs> disable that thing for All-Star Weekend? Can we do that? No. <laughs> no way. No way. That's one of the attractions to the park. I love it, man. The, Is the Clevelander? Is that? Is the pool. All that stuff has to be available and active during the All-Star break.
1: Tell you what, people are going to come down and fall in love with this ballpark because what's not to like? It's not a bad seat. Uh, And the way they made it, whereas you can just walk around the concourses and, you know, be getting some nachos or a dog or whatever and still watch the game. I first experienced that when I went out to Seattle in 2000 when the Canes played Washington. God, they should have won that game. Uh... And went to Safeco. And that's how that, that was the first park I've been to that was new style. Whereas you're at Safeco and you're walking around the concourses, and no matter where you are in the stadium, you don't leave sight of the game. I've been there too.
0: That yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. CenturyLink right next to it just makes it look like an ant though. But well, it is a nice field.
1: Yeah. Well, when I was there, CenturyLink wasn't built oh, okay, yet. Okay, gotcha.
2: Um, so. Okay, so here's the question, though. Yeah. If, let's say, the rest of the world comes down here for the All-Star game and they see how awesome this park is, does that create more hate for us for not embracing baseball? Um,
1: Maybe also some hate because we swindled. Uh,
2: we didn't swindle. The Marlins sorry, swindled. The, well,
1: that's what I meant. Like, the Marlins swindled public money to build that park.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But does it create more hate for the for the Miami fan base? No, I mean, I'm, yeah, I Miami mean, fans have been getting it after after the yeah, I mean, was, yeah, people are going
1: to see this ballpark and and they're going to come down here. They're going to be like, why aren't more people going to the games? Like it's indoors, it's perfect. Every seat is
2: good. Concessions are great. They got a bobblehead mu- museum. What's not to like? And they're going to be like, so so what? You got you, your public funding got hosed. That that, that that has nothing to do with the park right now. What are you doing? That's what they're going to say, and then it's going to be like, y'all don't get it. They screwed us, and we don't We don't want to pay them. We don't want to give them any money, and they're not going to want to understand it because it's like, it's good baseball. It's a great baseball park. What are you doing? Someone says
1: they would love to see Justin Bohr in the contest. I don't disagree. He's got that country boy power. Get it, man. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. You know who's a big guy? Bill.
3: Beast. Of your words, bro, and how they flow. You're marvelous. Are you, and/or question, are you, and/or your family associated with Marvel Comics? No, because you're marvelous. Thank you. Your radio skills are like Kung Fu, man. Love
1: it. Everybody's Kung Fu fighting.
2: I like how you powered through the first part of the question, even though you said no. <laughs> <laughs> do you
1: think he writes his stuff down or it just it just comes off there's top of no his way. extemporaneous there's no way? Any... Like he doesn't wake up eight o'clock on a Saturday morning to prepare for my show?
2: No, <laughs> no, no. Just like write a bunch of stuff down. No, there's no way. Like
1: here's the Sean Connery bit I'm gonna do today. No, uh uh-uh. Here's the Bernie no, Kosar bit I'm gonna do today. No, no. you don't think it's he does all top of his dome. He
0: actually he... does do a pretty good Bernie Kosar, though.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what he that's how he started. Yeah. I mean, he says two words. That's all he does.
2: Hey, bro. There's no way he plans any of this. He gets up, he hears you on the radio, and he makes the phone call. Or he he gets up, turns on the radio, and, and even if he doesn't hear you, he makes the phone call. This comes in
1: the text line. This is such an old argument. I mean, I could have had this argument 20 years ago. You guys know why team sports, football, soccer, and basketball dominate? Less costly, hockey, baseball. It's the equipment that's why young fans can't appreciate them. Plus, it's easier to get people together. Simplicity of games. That's the lack of interest. I mean, how much does it really cost to play baseball?
2: It costs nothing to play baseball. You need a glove and you a bat. You need
1: a glove and a bat and a ball. You don't even need that. You just need a you need a bat and a ball. Actually, you don't even. All you need is a glove because the ball and the bat can be shared. Yeah, you can stick in a. Right? yeah. I mean, I used to go I mean, when when I was little and we used to go show up at the field and go play a little baseball whatever, like you knew that Bobby was going to bring his cool bat. You just brought your glove.
2: I mean, it's not it's not the same level of non-committal non-commitment as basketball because all you need is the ball and a and a place to play it. What is so funny. <laughs>
1: the top text is the funniest text I've ever read, but I can't say it on the air. And it makes fun of you, but it's still really funny.
3: (laughs) Hilarious. Absolutely.
2: You know what? That's a first. That's a first for me.
3: I can't.
2: I can't.
1: Sir, sir, from the 561, you win the day. I mean, you totally win the day.
2: I, I mean, I, I, is that that's a compliment, right? It can't be an insult. Uh, no, I, n- in no way is that a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. No, not at all. I hope that wasn't, I hope that wasn't his version of insult, because... Uh,
1: I mean, even if it was an insult, it's like a good one. It's like a positive reinforcement insult. God, I wish I could read it on the air, but no, I don't want to get in trouble with the FCC. And I won't
2: let you read it on the air. I will cut
1: your
3: mic hey, off. Hey, Beast,
2: your sidekick... No, no. No, no, no. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Beast. We love you. Listen, this fire, this banter. Chaz. i just grasp it out of the air. You do? So it's all, you know, it comes on the run. You know, you hit the pavement, running. So God bless you. God
1: bless you, Cheers. You got something to say to me? I want to break bread with you.
3: Well, anytime you want, we can grab a pint. Like bread. Can we grab a pint, maybe? In your words, no, of course we can. You know, you know what they say about a pint—you want to have it room temperature. You know, especially when it's a Guinness, though.
1: Oh, no doubt.
3: Cheers, cheers! We love you, man. Rock cheers. on and continue.
1: Yes.
0: Do you think he dates?
2: I going to be completely honest with you. I wasn't paying attention at all. I'm still focused on the text.
1: Yeah, me and him were just talking about it. I want to screenshot this text and send it out to the entire like company.
2: I don't get how that makes me harder to understand. I
1: just I don't even care about that part. I don't I care, the about, the, to focus on. I care the, about the first part. The first part
2: is fine, because the first part is a compliment to me. The second I part to... is am I talking too fast? Am I am I flubbing my words up a bit? I mean, I give that one. I do flub a bit. But.
1: You're okay. You're fine. I'd, would you be okay if I screenshotted the text and sent it out to the Miami team?
2: I don't want Doug anywhere near this. I don't want Lynn anywhere near this. Don't put our bosses anywhere near this. <laughs> do not. Do not. I ain't got to problem. You send it to the to the to the other producers, to the board ops, um, to Tobin. Okay. You, can, you you know what? you can screenshot it and show it to Tobin tomorrow for the fight, when you do Fighters Fury. I mean, I I can't.
1: Is that Bill again? What Do you think, Bill? Listen, it's too many times right now, and I I, I don't think I'm. Listen, here's Bill. We're gonna make a deal. I know you're listening because you're on hold. I only let you on multiple times a show if w- every show, at least one time, we get to have a Q&A, like a serious Q&A, because I need to know more about you. If you'll agree to that. He's not agreeing to that. If you'll agree to that, to answer one question, like truthfully. Okay, yeah, one question. One question truthfully every show, then I'll continue to let you back on. But if you're not going to, if you're just going to stay in characters, then we may have to curb this a little bit. Because I, what I, see, we want to peel the onion a little bit. We want to get, like, kind of like a behind this, the music kind of thing. We, like, want to get behind Bill. Like, what makes Bill tick? You want to what? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. We want to know what makes Bill tick. want to know, like, where he's developed the characters from. There's a lot of stuff I want to know about Bill, which is why I want to go grab a pint with him for like an hour and just get to know Bill. He's Bernie Kozar this time, by the way. I that That's fine. But like, I, I, I don't care in what voice he answers the question. I just want it to be a truthful, like the actual real person behind the voices to answer the question. Should we try it once or should I just leave him on hold? Just do it. Okay.
3: Hey, bro, you know, hey, just commenting. Um, if you peel the onion way back too far, there's tears, bro. You know, onions uh, induce tears, right? <sighs> bro. Um, yeah, man, bro, a pint, hey. But uh, ask me anything you want, bro. Are yeah, you married? Shit, bro. shoot from the hip, right? Are Come you married? Up. Are you married? I date several women though, but I don't you know I you know, if I was living, you know, in, in the west part of the country, yeah, you can, you know, formally have like as many wives as you want, bro. Yeah.
1: So you're more of a dater than a marrier?
3: Um, you know, I'll date to an extent, like I said, you know, I'll you know, we'll go to an area could be Las Vegas, you know, the west coast of uh, Yeah. So yeah, I'm a dater,
1: bro. All right. That's that's good. That that that's one question answered. That's one question, bro. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. We're getting closer. Any more,
3: bro?
1: Any more questions? No. That was my. Well, that's the only one I can think of right now. That's it. Well, I mean, we'll have we'll have a different one next time.
3: All right, brother. We love
1: you, man. We're out. I mean, I have several more questions, but I didn't want to have time. Take a break back after this and then take it. By the way, if you're out and about and traveling uh, in the Miami Beach area, good luck with the traffic because Bill Clinton is uh, talking to uh, the Conference of Mayors. So You know that security is going to be tight You know that cops are going to be out It's going to be ridiculous This town man Someone's always here Someone's always stopping traffic It's crazy I got killed Last week I mean Do you people think I'm that Insensitive Whereas The boss and I were in the car On the way back From the uh, Father's Day event with Dan Levitard at Fogarty Chow on South Beach. Thanks to Avion Tequila, by the way. Um, And there was a fatal accident on 95. shut down everything. And I was complaining about the traffic. And people were like, oh, but someone died. Okay. Yes. And I'm very upset and thoughts and prayers to that person and their family and all that stuff. But still, uh, not to be callous, but I was stuck in traffic. Obviously, I would easily give the 3 hours stuck in traffic for that person's life to come back. Guess what? It happens every day in this city. Now, I I don't know exactly what happened with that case, if it was speed or what was involved or uh but it was in the express lanes and it seemed like something shady might have happened. That person died, uh but The city man, Any given second, on any given road, someone's going to careen off into somewhere and die. Because, I mean, the driving is just horrible down here. It's just bad. And, you know, like I try to compare it to Boston, and, you know, Boston gets a bad rap for bad drivers. And that's normally because of people that don't live there. Go to Boston, then don't get it. Like, Boston driving is is controlled chaos. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this term or not, but when they talk about a plane, a naval jet landing on a carrier, on an aircraft carrier, they call it a controlled crash, because that's what it is. Um, You know, the plane comes in, high rate of speed, basically just bumps into the boat, and they have an arrest wire that hangs on the back of, you know, the F-18 that hooks on to a wire that stops the plane. But the plane is basically crashing into the ship. That's how it lands. Well, Boston traffic is, is controlled chaos. It's, it may, it's completely hectic, but everyone knows what they're doing. It's controlled. Here, no one knows what they're doing. No one has any freaking idea what they're doing. And God forbid it starts to rain. Huh. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I've been in some cities with some bad traffic. Like, L.A. is horrible traffic. D.C., horrible traffic. Boston, horrible traffic. New York, horrible traffic. But horrible traffic because people don't know how to, literally do not know how to drive or the rules of the road. Nothing beats here. Nothing. Like, the deal in Boston is that everyone's aggressive, everyone is going to take it to the next level. It's But it's not like the people are—there's the, not too many dumb drivers or drivers that don't know the rules of the road and up there. Whereas down here, I don't think anyone has a clue. I mean, how many times am I going to pull up to a light in South Florida— and there's no one coming and I'm in the right lane and it's right on red and the person is going to sit there until the light turns green. Like they just don't comprehend, you cannot make, they don't get it that you can make a right on red. All the time, every day. I'll pull up into an intersection where I wanna make a right and I'm behind some idiot, some jackass that's gonna sit there for two minutes with no cars coming And will not make the right, because the light's red. And they don't understand. Hey, ass, as long as you stop, you're allowed to make a right on red, unless there's a sign that says no right on red. Every day! And then I honk, and I look like the ass hat. I've never seen anything like it. The blah, let's put our blinkers on when it's raining. It's gonna make it all better. Oh. Oh. Please. Just ridiculous. This show is controlled trash. I don't disagree with that. Someone says Bill is great. All right.
3: Hello, hi. Um, my name's Carl, and I totally concur with what you're saying. Um, yeah, driving nasty we're down here from san francisco and um my partner and i are just you know we've been cut off like five or six times so <laughs> we totally concur
1: he, he couldn't even keep in character that was great was it really though was it great <laughs> I think that might have been a first for that new cat for Carl, the new uh the gay San Francisco and How do you know he's gay? He said my partner, like he, I think that he was could, the-
2: he could be a cop from San Francisco. No,
1: I I don't think that's what he was going for.
2: I, I mean, why would you automatically assume he was I mean It's kind of prejudice, isn't it? <laughs> no. All anyway. right. well can I, can someone ask
1: me why this dude keeps texting in, like, rants with Teddy Bruski's name on it?
2: Because he somehow mistakenly thought this was the laboratory Oh, show? no, this is another one. Found- or the dude that
1: blocks the right turn lane because they want to go straight. Yeah, that guy.
2: This show has gone off the rails. I mean, we're on for a little while, and now we've uh, officially... Falling off him John
3: Hey how are you Good What did you have for breakfast
1: Um To be honest I had a veggie Egg white Egg patty No bread
3: Who do you think would win in a fight between you Al Roker And Al Sharpton
1: Al Sharpton's pretty fit these days. He's lost a lot of weight. Um,
2: Roker, Roker's—I mean, both of them are older and they're both thin right now. So well, Roke,
1: Al Sharpton's actually thinner than Roker.
2: Right, but they're both considerably thinner than they were before when the joke was, you know, funny. Correct. So I think I can—I think I could take both of them actually. You probably could, as thin as they are. Well, Sharpton's old. Although, I saw him the other day doing push-ups on his desk. That's nice, but that's his only his weight. He's got to sustain his weight and your weight for it to be a threat. Mm. I, and I don't know if Roker gets down like that. He doesn't seem like the violent type. Right? You never know. He's.
1: He, I, mean, I mean, he seems like the cute, cuddly, like lover, not a fighter type
2: Roker. But you haven't seen him pushed. I mean, maybe. I mean, Maybe. It's always the quiet ones. As I mean, they if say. Matt
1: Lauer's really pushing his buttons, maybe he'll he'll spew off.
2: Yeah, maybe he maybe he's the type of guy who who doesn't really get violent, but he says some like disturbing, dark stuff. You push him too far, and it makes you stop immediately. Like, whoa. I guess I guess that could happen, but I don't I don't think so. Someone says this show never found
1: the rails to go off of. That is correct.
2: That's not true. We were we
1: were. Yeah, I mean, we, good. Were, we were cranking along on a good NBA free agency thing, and we did a lot of BAM stuff, and we yeah, had the we assistant coach, to the from coach Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky we, on. we were really on it, and then it, and just, then it just, it did kind of go off the rails a little bit, but that's fine. That's okay. That's what I like to do on a Saturday.
2: I mean, there's no problem with it, but you know. I mean, I come in here on a Saturday hoping to just cause
1: chaos and have crazy people on the airwaves. If we get any serious sports talk done, that's a, only a plus. That's the frosting on
2: the cake, if Which you will. Which is the opposite of what I'm trying to do. What the proverbial you whipped cream on. Why are we opposite the ends of the, of the spectrum if we're on the same exact show, beast? Hmm. You're trying to. Hmm. I'm trying to control the chaos, and you're trying
1: to. Now, I don't more. know this for a fact, but someone texted in that Al Roker has Hershey Kiss nipples.
2: Can we. Is there any uh, proof on that? I mean, why would you know that? I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, you Google Dude, that. Look Jordan. it up, look it up on your phone, not on the company computer. Yeah, that'll be great. Go Google
1: Al Roker Hershey Kiss Nipples as Lazar IT guy gets an alert on his phone and then <laughs> calls the studio line and is like, uh, what are you guys looking at? And uh you're fired.
2: Yeah. Me specifically, not anybody else in this Did room. Did you just Did... say pacifically? Specifically. You said pacifically. Okay, fine. <laughs> The, the maybe texter, you do have the that body part has, your mouth. Yes maybe I maybe have a bit of mush mouth I'd said I had mush mouth before So it's not like he said well, anything I, that I he, mean that person
1: didn't say you have mush mouth But they also said you had uh, cat mouth
2: See I can't say that say what he said That's why I said mush mouth It's the exact same thing Someone says hazards on going 40 in the fast lane
1: When it's drizzling pansy Agreed Now, this is a good thing, which is, I guess in other countries, you're not allowed to make a right on red, so a lot of people that come here from other countries aren't used to that law. I know in New York, you're not allowed to do
0: that.
2: That's not true.
1: Sure. Uh, If there's a sign, you're not allowed to make a right on red. Just like
2: it is down here. If there's a sign, you don't make a right on red.
1: It's pretty universal in the United States. You can make a right on red unless there's a sign.
2: Or if there's a camera there. No, if, even if there's a camera, no. If I don't you take stop. Chances, mm, take a chance with the camera. What the are camera, you talking about? Nope. I will not take chances with the cameras, dude. It's the law. You can make a
1: right on red unless it says otherwise. What are you talking about? Camera? Camera might
2: took us. You're not supposed to get a ticket if you if you're in a funeral procession either. If you're running red lights in your in funeral procession, but somebody still got a ticket. My cousin did. Well, that cop is a jack hat. No, that was the camera that caught him doing it.
1: And the camera sent the... First of all, if you get a a traffic intersection camera ticket, fight that puppy. Because they don't stick in court. Like, you idiots that pay those tickets, you're being hoodwinked and suckered. Okay? True. Every time... I've got a million of those tickets, you take it to court, you pay the 69 bucks to have the traffic lawyer take it to court, it gets dismissed every time. What's better, the sixty-nine bucks to be the traffic lawyer, or the two hundred and something they want to charge you for the red light camera? Six. Get the hell out
2: of here with red light cameras. I just don't like them. Fight the power. Uninstall the cameras. Hello? What? Uninstall the cameras. Yeah, that'd be cool. They can mm-hmm. uninstall that'd the be cameras.
1: so Someone says serious sports talk is an oxymoron. I agree.
2: Sports is... We had serious sports talk. But, I mean... It's a Saturday, though. But it's sports. You know, it's, like, not a real thing. No, it's not as important as, you know, what's going on in the rest of the world. That's correct. Or the rest of the country, matter matter of fact. Or the rest of this town.
1: Or the rest of the station.
3: All right,
2: I'll give you that one.
1: Uh... New York law does not allow a right turn on red unless there is a sign that allows you to. Ah, it's the opposite. Weird. But I don't know if that's just in the city
2: or if that is outside the city as well. I don't know. So their signs don't say no right turn on red. Their signs say right on red. Mm.
1: Mm. Who Mm. knew?
2: New York. Backwards.
1: Stupid. (laughs) Stupid, stupid New Yorkers.
3: Brooklyn in the house, Bronx in the house, Staten Island in the house. Don't do this, don't do this.
2: We got a lot of transplants down here Don't do this. Don't do this.
3: Queens in the house, <laughs> Manhattan in the house, Long Island, Long Island in the house, White Plains in
2: the house. You think this is funny, but this is going to bite us in the butt. Utica in the house. Stop it.
1: <laughs> Schenectady. Schenectady.
2: What? what huh? It's about me. What was that? Say that again. Schenectady. Schenectady <laughs> where Brad Raleigh's from? You should know it if it's from where Brad Raleigh's from. Schenectady. All right, there you go. Syracuse in the house. Syracuse in the house. Oh, my God. Buffalo yes. in
1: the house. Albany in the house. Buffalo. Buffalo soldier, dreadlock rasta. Yeah, go. see. Be a buffalo soldier. I had a feeling that
2: was the one he wouldn't do that to.
1: Fighting on arrival, fighting for survival. survival. Yeah, man. Strolling from Africa. Wagwan. Right now, you come down, you rude boy, you roughneck. Yes, indeed. All right, I, take I, a break.
2: You take that up. You take that up the street and see that. See how that goes. Yeah, take that five. Take that a couple blocks up the street. Kingston, Well, go on? <laughs> Let's go, go by, down. And take a trip. Go down. Past, to Mo- go past the Chili's. Take past a look. The, uh, the, uh, the advanced auto parts into that section and take the accent and see how far you go.
1: Take a little trip down to Mobe You know, man, get real iry. Yeah, light up the ganja, pass the chalice, you know, Rastafari. The Beast back here on the ticket. El Belato, as they say in the hood. Listen for just the tips with Amber on the ticket Thursday mornings in the 8 a.m. hour sponsored by East Coast Public Adjusters. We've got your assets covered. Call 855-GET-ECPA or visit eastcoastpublicadjusters.com. Don't settle for less. Listen to just the tips. It's a favorite segment of the captain, Curtis Stevenson. He's coming up next. You can hear it on AM 790, F1043, HG2, the ticket. Cap is ready to rock and roll. He'll have you from three to six. He was there the other night at the AAA getting ready for that draft. It was a nice little experience we had down there. Petrius right, man. He'd do it right. I'm not taking I'm not going back out to crazy, man. It's not like, Bill, I love you, but it's been 12 times today. And I'm still waiting for my invitation to lunch or a beer. Something like that. Should we get to our segment? And then we can finish out the show after that. We have a uh, little open to play, please. There you have it. News has never been softer. Good news for change. What do you say, huh? Coming up, handsome, mustachioed man recaps news in pleasing baritone. Stay tuned for this and more. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? We call this, in case you missed it, some weird and wacky stories that have happened during the course of the week. We start off across the pond, London, England. Should I do the whole story in a British accent or no? Okay. A uh, British resident called the police, which over there, instead of 911, it's 999, I believe. To report that Queen Elizabeth was not wearing her seatbelt during a public appearance. So West Yorkshire Police, Yorkshire is where Tina, our light uh, traffic lady, not traffic as in like she does the traffic reports on light, like that's Libby K. but as in she logs all the spots. Tina, who does the light and the beach, is from Yorkshire. How about that? Hmm, it all comes around. West Yorkshire Police Contact Center said one resident made an emergency call reporting the traffic offense as the Queen visited the state opening of Parliament. 999 call received reporting that the Queen isn't wearing a seatbelt, police said. The monarch was at the palace to deliver the queen's speech before the resident spotted her without her seatbelt as she was exiting the ceremony. Usually traveling in a vehicle without a seatbelt would result in a fine, but the queen is immune from prosecution and police warned the 999 is not meant to be used as a joke. I cannot stress enough, the 999 number is for emergencies only, Tom Donahoe of West Yorkshire's police told to telegraph. So someone sees the queen riding on TV... Decides to report her for not wearing a seatbelt. That one goes in the trash. I mean, what are you thinking? I mean, are you that dumb? But it's no different than here, right? People call 911 all the time. Like, someone called the other day. I'm lonely. Just want to talk to someone. Or like, hey, man, I can't get to Popeye's. Can you just bring me some chicken? Mostly stoners.
2: So, I mean, it happens here, too. Don't forget, we had a story like that where somebody called the nine one one for uh, to get to the Hooters. Oh, you
1: that's right. They Hooters. wanted to ride to Hooters. They said their uh, grandmother or something was at Hooters, and they had to get a ride to Hooters. And yeah, he just wanted to go to Hooters. I mean, who doesn't really? They got great breasts, chicken. That is, I'm just saying. So no, it really is. They they are grilled perfectly. Um. I don't know. I mean this kind of, you gave me this one and it's not it's it's kooky but it's not it's kind of heartwarming. So there's this guy, a former Air Force vet who has set the record. He's visited Disneyland out in California 2000 days in a row. His name is Jeff Wrights, and he holds the annual pass for Disneyland out there in California and he's gone every day since January 1st, 2012. He was unemployed for a while and was just looking for something to do during the day to kind of keep his spirits up, so he started going to Disneyland. He now has a job working for the VA hospital out there, but he still goes there every day at night to decompress. I mean, if I could go to Disney World, if I lived in Orlando and I could afford such a pass, I would go every day. Why wouldn't you? I'd go drink around the world every day. Seriously, you would find me upside down in that lagoon every night. I'd be drunk as hell if I lived in Orlando. I'd just be at Epcot every day, going around drinking around the world. That one's done. A drink around the world, and I, 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 I can't find my baby. I don't know, and I don't know why. Sorry. Uh, this is an intriguing one. A human toe used to garnish drinks at a Canadian bar has been stolen, according to The Guardian. Let me just read that again. Just process this, okay? Just try to wrap your brain matter around this first sentence. The lead, L-E-D-E as it's called in the world of journalism. A human toe used to garnish drinks at a Canadian bar has been stolen. Human toe, garnished drinks, stolen. Police have launched an investigation into the missing toe, which was apparently stolen by a patron Saturday. The downtown hotel in Dawson City has been serving a variation of the sour toe cocktail, a shot of whiskey with a blackened toe, for 40 years. For those patrons brave enough to let the toe touch their lips... The bar will award a certificate once it, once it hits the lips. So good. Once it hits the lips. This particular toe was donated by a man who had to have it surgically removed. For six months, the toe had been curing in salt, and the bar had only begun to serve it last weekend. This was our new toe, and it was a really good one, said hotel manager Jerry Colborn. By the way, the fine for stealing or swallowing the toe will be 2500 bucks. Would you order the uh, Sour Toe cocktail? I mean, you get a certificate if you let the toe touch your lips. I think I would do it. I mean, what's I mean, what could happen? I mean, the toe is not attached to a body. It's been cured in salt. It's not like it has athlete's foot. Like, what? what's the worst that could happen? To get a certificate? Like, maybe get my name on the wall? I'd rub my lips up against that toe. Plus, you get the shot of whiskey. Why wouldn't you? Seriously, why wouldn't you? It's just a toe. I guess I get the full experience. Why not? I mean, I don't have a foot fetish or anything, and I'm not like Perk. I have not been known to suck a toe, but I mean, I, am, I would love a certificate. I would love to be famous in any way, and if that means that I have to kind of rub a dead toe on my lips, I would do it. At least it's only a toe. Get rid of this one. I mean, imagine if it was the sour junk cocktail. You have to rub that on your lips. <laughs> My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. My bum is on your lips. Uh, All right. This is great stuff. I was actually going to bring the story up anyways. But then I forgot about it. Um, So this guy in Salt Lake City. Who loves Michael Jordan. He hates LeBron James. He got a tattoo of LeBron's crying face on his leg. Brendan Tobin must have got paid for this. The man, Kalen Galise, has always been a big fan of Michael Jordan and the Bulls and says he decided to get the ink after constantly hearing James being compared to Jordan. He's always flopping, crying, looking for fouls. I've never had a lot of respect for him, Galise told CNN. Enter Preston Schooley. Galise's friend and roommate, who happens to be a fantastic tattoo artist. I laughed when he brought the idea to me. I didn't really believe he'd go through with it, Schoolie said. The tattoo took three hours to complete, but Galise says it'll bring him a lifetime of joy. Every time I look at it, I laugh. And I like to show it and make people smile. He said he's got big plans to make LeBron tattoo part of sports legend sleeve that will eventually feature Tom Brady, Wayne Gretzky, and, of course, Michael Jordan. LeBron is definitely a legend, but he's the biggest crybaby legend of all time. And that was, in case you missed it. Right in the basket. Good job, folks. Good job, guys. All right. A lot of people to thank for this one. Antoine as we uh, make way for the captain Curtis Stevenson who will do a much better job of this talk show thing than I did but we do have a lot of people to thank right first and foremost my two guys doing it every Saturday you gonna have to carry on without me for the next couple of weeks we'll be up north Antoine Jordan awesome job guys appreciate you as always gotta thank uh, assistant coach for Kentucky basketball Joel Justice for joining us Antoine, do you want to cut that up? Give that to Captain. Maybe he'll play that later on. I think that should be re-racked somewhere in the day. Joel Justice, assistant coach for Kentucky Basketball, joined us to uh, talk about BAM! Abadayo. And he had some good, great advanced analytics for us on Abadayo and his rebounding effort. Maybe Cap will re-rack that interview later on in the day. So we thank Joel Justice. We thank the University of Kentucky Sports Information Department for helping us out. Thanks to Bill for calling 727 times uh, and almost being funny some of the times. We didn't hear from Jamba or Prozac Ron. They must—they uh, probably lost phone privileges today. Nurse Jen, you know she uh, she took the phone privileges away. Oh well. All right, I will uh, be up north next weekend, and I believe the weekend after. So. I will see you in a few weeks. I will see you when I see you. Peace. I'm out.